Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Single Black Female. All right, so before we even get into this, I'm just giving you a disclaimer. You're going to possibly hear Reagan. It is Friday, the day that the podcast is supposed to air, and I'm just now recording. Some things kind of popped up. I had some technical difficulties this week, and I was just like, F it. I'm just going to record it on Friday. I'm going to drop it on Friday. Uh, you'll get the YouTube video on saturday but you're gonna get the audio this evening um so yes you might hear reagan a little bit and that's fine that's fine all right so like we do every week we just want to thank you for being here um if this is your first time being here thank you so much for giving this little indie podcast a chance and if this is your second third fourth fifth 37th whatever you know what i'm saying thank you for continuing to rock with the single black female podcast um if you haven't already Follow us on all of our social media platforms. They will be in the description box, but also we're going to put them right here. Okay, for you guys to check us out. Um, we put up some really empowering things, you know, so yeah, definitely check us out. We're into manifestation. Um, we're into just giving you guys uh, facts about life. We have a whole lineup um, every day of the week, things that you're going to see from us. So definitely check us out on social media. Uh, so please, please, please like, comment, and subscribe on any platform. Well, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, of course. But um, please rate us and leave a review on any platform that you listen to us on. Um, your review will help somebody else find this little beautiful podcast that we love to call the Single Black Female Podcast. I'm in such a good mood right now, so that's why I cannot stop smiling merch is always available um you can find that stuff at www.singblackfemalepod.com um we haven't updated anything recently um but yeah merch is always available and so for this week's girl boss of the week whoo girl boss of the week is mary mary is my girl kim's sister so they're just a family of entrepreneurs to be quite honest. So Mary is the um, founder and owner of the business called Essential Candle and Fragrance Company by Mary Chung. Um, they're hand-poured wax products, 100% all-natural wax blend, vegan and cruelty-free, um, and it is Black-owned. So her information is www.messential.com, um, and we will, of course, leave her information in the girl boss highlights. So look out for that. So Mary, we see you. We proud of you. We are proud of you. It's the dumpster trash day. We see you. We're proud of you, and continue to be a girl boss. Um, and the following weeks to come, we will be highlighting not only um, girl bosses that provide. A product or a service but we also we are also going to start highlighting content creators such as myself or like penny she's a content creator um my girl uh ani she's a content creator so we're going to broaden our horizons for the girl boss of the week all right so boom moving right on in to spill the tea are y'all ready because this one is a little lengthy but let's get into it Ooh, I'm nervous. Okay, so I'm definitely not going to say what I do for a living, but it's nothing sexual. I've been at my job for two years and I love it. I meet new people and I get to know them and talk to them about their lives while I'm doing my work. Um, I greet them in the lobby and escort them, no pun intended, LMAO. 
uh, to my workroom and I'm one-on-one -on -one with them. There's, there are also no cameras. So I have the one, I have this one client who has been getting a little bit inappropriate. It started with their acting strange with me saying she just had a breakup and I listened and offered advice. Um, then on other visits, it would escalate. She complimented my hair, my eyebrows, um, and I thought I, my hair was average. And I was flattered because I thought my hair was average looking. It's pitch black, it's wavy, and my eyes are dark also. Then she started saying, I'm really something to admire. In the book we were given that explains the rules of our workplace, it says if clients get frisky, we have to tell them to stop. I felt flattered and didn't feel uncomfortable at all. And I like the attention from women, especially since I'm gay. So I kept flirting, flirting back, and it led to us having sex. She took a COVID test, and so did I, so we were negative. So I wasn't worried about contracting anything, but before we, look, we hooked up, she would tip, but tip good, but now she tips me a lot in cash. I see this is a great thing. I get my money not only from the commission, but from the fat tips she's giving me, plus good sex. No way in hell I'm ever gonna tell any of my coworkers, even though we share personal stories. Uh, boom. Okay, so, number one, let me take it back to the COVID thing. I think it's so hilarious that she's like, oh, we took a COVID test, so we're both good. But back in the day, it used to be like, oh, we took a STD test and we're both good, so no issues, right? Whew, times have changed. But um, I think it's dope, you know what I'm saying? But also, if things end bad, if the situationship ends bad, then you could bring drama, potential drama to your workplace. So, so I really don't know if I recommend continuing uh, that work or well, that employee client or customer client relationship, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, in that sexual relationship. I think I would have her go to somebody else and then you guys just literally meet up, hook up, chill, blah, 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 because if anything gets messy, I mean, of course she still knows where you work, but at least she doesn't have to go look for somebody else to provide that service that you provide. But anywho, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any confessions that you wanna get off your chest, please submit your confession to Spill the Tea at singleblackfemalepodcast.com. Your secret will be revealed on the following week's show. Ooh. All right, so sis, are you okay? I'm recording this on a Friday, which is day 31 of me taking my Lexapro, so I'm in a great mood. But actually yesterday, I'm sure you guys saw um, what I shared on Instagram, but basically yesterday, like, I was distraught, like literally distraught. Only for the simple fact that I'm a really good human being. I try to be a really good human being in everything I do. Um, I mind my business. I don't bother nobody, you know what I'm saying? But yesterday, I had to buy Reagan some new earrings. I bought her some new hoop earrings or whatever because she lost one of her other earrings. Um, I went to Kohl's um, and I bought the, I purchased the earrings and right in front of the person that I purchased them from, um, I bent down and I put the earrings on Reagan because she was excited. So while we're in the store, after I purchased the earrings, 
I have the receipt and I'm purchasing the earrings from the uh, the manager and I bend down to put the earrings on Reagan. So the manager's like, oh my God, they're so pretty. And then I'm still bending down and some white lady comes around from the register over on the far left-hand side, runs around, basically like walks really fast. And she like peeks over to see what I'm doing. And then she walks back over to the register and then she whispers to some other white lady. And I felt really offended because number one, I'm clearly in front of the manager. If anything were popping off, she'd be like, cuckoo. She'd give like a bird call or whatever you guys do when there's like a cold red, cold blue or whatever. Or, you know, if somebody's stealing, like it wasn't your place to come over there and try to check to see what was going on. So I felt profiled, you know what I'm saying? I, I felt profiled. Number one, if I can't afford something, I'm not going to go into an establishment to steal because I don't, not to say that I wouldn't if I had the balls to do it, but I don't have the balls to do it. I'm not brave enough to do it, but I'm also not in a position where I have to steal to provide my daughter with things, you know what I'm saying? So I was just really distraught because like I said, I don't bother nobody and I'm, I'm a pretty good person. So just to know that it's just because of the color of my skin that Shorty came around and checked to make sure nothing was funny going on, like that really bothered me. And like, I'm trying not to cry about it. And ultimately it doesn't matter what people think about me. Like, honestly, I could care less. But the fact that the color of my skin basically speaks for me before I'm able to um, make my own impression that's the thing that really bothers me. And it bothers me that we live in a world where my daughter is nine times out of 10 going to be racially profiled because of the color of her skin. So yeah, other than that though, I'm really good. I have no complaints. Um, it's been a really good week for me. Um, praying for manager Kev to get better. Um, but yeah, other than that, everything is good. So boom, boom, boom. This week's hot topic. I know you guys got a little preview of this week's hot topic, but basically the series is called the relation, no, the situationship, the relationship and the relationship. Okay. And so basically talking about those three categories. And I think everybody has been in one of those categories, if not all, um, at some point in their life. So me, I'm 30 years old, so I've been in every category at some point in my life, and it's not always fun. Definitely not always fun. So the Urban Dictionary definition of situationship is a relationship that has no label on it. Like a friendship, but more than a friendship, but not quite a relationship. So basically a friends will benefit situation. So if you're alive in 2021, you already know the streets is rough. The street is rough. I haven't dated in years, but my homegirl says the streets is rough. Okay, it's who she's trying to get take off, taken off the streets. At least put homegirl on the sidewalk. Like somebody rescue her in the arms of an angel. You know what I'm saying? Like them, them commercials, the Sarah McLaughlin commercials. In the arms of an angel, take her off the streets. Like somebody get her off the streets ASAP. Somebody good though, not just anybody. Somebody treat my girl good because she's beautiful. She's amazing. She could probably drink you under the table. Like, she's bomb in every, every way. So, like I said, I haven't dated in years, but I remember vividly 
going back to my first duty station at JBLM, I remember laying on my little barracks bed with my little barracks mattress with a little gangster tear falling down my face because Tender told me I didn't have any, let me adjust this light. This is like really bright and I know this is ghetto. I should have adjusted this earlier, but who? All right, that's better. Tender told me I had zero matches. Like, not that I didn't match with people, but I had zero people in my area because I had swiped left to basically everybody. Basically everybody, so. Yeah, I had zero people in my area. And I was just like, damn. Like, everybody that I saw just looked either like, like drugged out, they looked creepy, or they just weren't my type. So I was just like, whew, this is gonna be rough. But eventually, um, I found somebody that I was cool with. You know, we got along. We were from like generally the same area. And we began, we began our first ship, a situation ship, okay? And it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Like we saw each other frequently. I liked the guy, but I was also like really realistic with my expectations. And I set the bar really, really low because I'm like, I'm not gonna give him the opportunity to shock me. You know, I'm just gonna set the bar so low that if he does something wild, it's just like, I already know what was gonna happen. So yeah, like he told me like, hey, I'm going on leave, I'm going to Florida, but I'm going by myself. And I'm just like, okay, well, all right. Well, you're a good looking guy, you know what I'm saying? And not, disclaimer, I didn't dislike the dude. I was like, I thought he was cool. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want anything more than what we had because we were in two different branches. He lived like in 45 minutes away. Like, um, I just wasn't, I wasn't in a position to like have a solid relationship with somebody at the moment. So I was just like, okay, it's, it's a fling, but if something were to happen while you're in Florida, and I'm not saying I want you to do something while you're in Florida because you know, I I enjoyed the time that we spent. But if something were to happen, like it is what it is. Like I can't I can't stop you from doing what you're doing. Basically, the thing that everybody thinks because realistically, at the end of the day, if my significant other were to go out and do him, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't stop him. Yeah, I'm gonna feel away, but I can't. He's a grown ass man, and at the end of the day, like that's just what it was. Like what everybody thinks I just verbalized. I'm like, look, if you do you and something happens, it is what it is and I can't control it, you know? And I thought he would have respected what I said, you know, just kind of like, dang, okay, she's a realist, but I think he, well, I know he felt away. Hindsight is always 2020, but he felt away about what I said. Give me a minute, my mouth is dry, my lips are dry. I don't have my Glamador, I don't have my Maury uh, Beauty Lip Gloss. I think that's how you say it, but yeah, guys. Um, but deep down inside, I think he wanted me to be like, nah, fam, like, just remember, you got me at home. And I wasn't ready to be vulnerable with anybody like that, you know what I'm saying? But he also wasn't comfortable enough, I guess, verbalizing how he felt at that moment just because it was a situation ship, you know? Um, yeah, so oh, we were clearly not on the same page, but he goes off to Florida. 
and I'm back in Washington and boom I'm on snapchat and I'm scrolling down scrolling down scrolling down and look boop there's a story from him not from him but like it's posted and I tap 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 and boom it's him and some light-skinned female like hugged up and I'm just like ah that gas kind of it did a little much but yeah i'm just like oh my gosh okay and i wasn't surprised i wasn't shocked but then it was just kind of like okay you know what i'm saying it's like i kind of knew what it was young but ooh, i felt the way i'm not gonna lie i felt the way but i was just like whatever it's a situation ship say it with me a situation ship he owed me nothing except the respect of telling me that he's going to have sex with somebody else. And that was that. And that was that. But sometimes in situationships and relationships and relationships, you don't even get that. So why expect all of that from somebody who I'm just casually hooking up with? So he gets back and of course he tells me that nothing happens with the girl. The girl's a virgin. Uh, we just hung out that night and I had no reason to trust him but I had no reason not to trust him and I'm just like look I don't even care front end but I was just like you know like it is what it is like it is what it is um we still chilled occasionally but that was like my adult introduction to a situationship because before that like in college I was constantly in relationships i just didn't know how to be alone i guess um but yeah it was like my adult introduction to a situationship and i'm just like okay touche touche but um yeah it was just kind of like awkward because i liked him but i didn't want to like him that much and then i was in no position to have a whole relationship i think i was on like working meds or i don't know I just wasn't, I wasn't there. So, yeah, it was ghetto. It was ghetto. But so while in a relationship or in a situationship, excuse me, both parties could have voiced how they, how they felt. But being that we had that surface level relationship, we weren't deep. We didn't talk about anything too crazy. I think the only time we really talked about things was like when we were drinking and then he would talk about his past. I talked about my past, but we would never really get down to like us. You know, it was just like nobody wants to really voice how they feel in hopes that we keep our situationship, which was pretty cool. All right. So while in the situationships, situationship, both parties could have the desire to be more than what they are, but... They only know the individual on a surface level, like I said, with my my past situationship. And they may be either too afraid to say what they want or they just don't want to like ruin what you guys like currently have going on. Or you could just, you know, really have a great friends with benefits situation and, you know, that's all you want from that person. But ladies and gentlemen, if you truly, truly, truly have the desire to take it a step further with that person just put your feelings out there if they truly vibe with you they truly bang with you how you feel 
shouldn't either upset them or, you know, change what you guys have. If they're telling you, look, I like you, but I cannot give that to you at the moment, then that's understandable. They're verbalizing that they can't give you more than what they're giving you right now. But if it makes them angry and they just ghost you, stop talking to you altogether, they didn't bang with you to begin with. But if you are thinking about, it's my baby ships. If you are thinking about pursuing them on a deeper level than what you guys are right now, think about these questions. Do they truly care about your well-being? If you're sick, um, if you're on your period and you have cramps and they have the ability to come through and take care of you and bring you some snacks, chocolate, blah, blah, will they do that for you? Would you do that for them? Do you truly like who they are outside of the bedroom? You could be smashing somebody, but not like who they are. I can't do that. Like, cause I just, if I don't like you as a person, I can't get jiggy with this shit. But some people can do that. They can flip it on and off. And if they're, they're okay with who you are in the bedroom, but they're not okay with you, you know, outside of the bedroom and as a person, that's not who you need to be with. You don't need to try to pursue that any further than what it is. Um, could you see yourself raising kids with that person? Because nine times out of ten, if you're having sex, it's a big possibility that you guys could end up, you know, having a kid together. And not only could you see yourself raising kids with them, but could you see yourself co-parenting with them? And as sad as it is to say, that's, you know, what a lot of these relationships uh, turn into when people are having sex and they end up having a kid. Um, also, if you all had kids and you guys were together, would your kids see a healthy, thriving relationship? Or would they see the example of a toxic relationship? Like, really, take those things into consideration before you try to take it to the next level, if that's what you choose to do. If the answer to any of those are no, keep it the freak moving, okay? But if you answered yes to these questions, shoot your shot and see if that's something that you guys both casually want to do. Take it to the next level. <sighs> like always, what we say on this podcast is not law, just words of advice, words of wisdom from words of wisdom from, you know, previous experience life experience um no that dude and i we did not go any further we didn't pursue anything we actually became friends and then before he got out of the military like we hung out and then we never talked again like the entire time we hung out i was talking about nathaniel and i don't think i realized i did it until after the fact but yeah after i saw him off you know before he went back home yeah we never we never hung out again I was just like, okay, whatever. But who? Um, thank you guys for joining me on this lovely, lovely Friday. You guys will be hearing this shortly after I edit everything. Um, and yeah, next week we're going to be talking about the relationship. Ooh. So yeah, uh, like we always do, I'd like to leave you with um, some wide wor wise words from Nipsey Hussle, the late Nipsey Hussle. I will never say something I don't agree with or believe in, even if the reward is massive. Nipsey is a firm believer of staying true to himself. 
So with that being said, besties, it is your diversity ambassador, Janae, signing off.